everyone, we got something a little different here. It's Phil here and not Paul. Sarah Portis is here. She is organizing a protege effort that is going to be in the form of blog posts, social media, and we're going to do some interviews here on the podcast. Sarah. Take it away. Take it away. Thanks, Phil. And again, my name is Sarah Portis, and I do work at Coastal Credit Union with Paul and Phil. Good to see their lovely faces every day. But yeah, I've been in the credit union industry for eight years now, and I actually participated in the protege competition last year. Um, made it to the finals. I was selected as the second runner up. But afterwards, I was just so amazed of all the people that I met, the things that I learned. And in my mind, I was like, okay, how do we bring past contestants to connect with current contestants, but also keep that engagement for future contestants, which is how the CU Aware Protege and Beyond was created. It's to look at past contestants, you know, what their process was like. What did they learn, their lessons learned? What are the value that they got out of it? And any advice that they could give to future contestants. That's awesome. And so you're working with the league on this as well, right? Yes, I am working with Courtney Jackson at the league. And it's actually been pretty amazing how everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. I I totally want to do it. I support it 100%, which that's been a huge a huge help with that, but also amazing to see, you know, the impact the protege competition had to the past contestants that they want to step up and say, hey, you know what, I want to help with this. I want to put the information out there and I want to help future contestants also. Everyone that I've talked to who's competed in the past has loved the experience and wants others to get involved. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome to see everyone stepping up, willing to do an interview over the phone, which we kind of didn't expect. I honestly mm. expected most people to, <laughs> to submit answers to questions to go in a blog post. But yeah. We're super excited to uh, talk with everyone, kind of get advice from them and share it with you guys. Um, do we get paid yeah. overtime for this? Yes. Does that just mean coffee and donuts and pizza? <laughs> Probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> that works for me. I work for food. I was really impressed when I heard your idea to do this um, because it seems like every year the people who are involved want to get involved in the protege competition the following year and seem to just go above and beyond what everyone did in the past. And and that's the, I would say, the game of opportunity too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how how do you take an opportunity that you've been given And then also create opportunity for other people. You've gone through the same experience, and now it's time for you to kind of step up and say, hey, what can I do to give back to this grand opportunity that's been provided to us by the league? Because there's, I don't know, 40 or 50 other young professionals in our community that could totally take part of this this whole experience. So how can you give back also? Yep. So our first interview is with, like, the protege OG. 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 Yeah. And she rolled her eyes at me. Oh my gosh. I was just listening to y'all's past uh, podcast and kind of like, because this is my first time I'm new to this. And I'm thinking, oh, what can I do? Paul kind of mimics you a little bit. So say OG again. OG. OG. (laughs) Awesome. I'm interning. (laughs) So, yes, we have the protege OG. Mr. Dizzy Felkel. We're really excited to bring you this first interview and we'll talk more about what you guys can expect after and beyond. So let's jump into Mr. Dizzy. 
Dizzy, thank you for uh, joining us to talk about your experience with the Protégé competition. If you could introduce yourself, tell people who you are, where you work, and uh, when you competed in the competition. Yes, yeah, so my name's Dizzy, which is a story in of itself. I'll say that for another day. And I competed in the first protege competition all the way back in 2012. So, you know, a lot's happened, and I'm sure we'll get into that over the course of the interview. Uh, but I've been in the credit union industry now for probably nine years, 10 years now. Um, I'm currently working for a company whose division serves credit unions. I work for Jack Henry and Associates, and I'm located out of their Charlotte office. Uh, I work under the Scimitar division, and that is a core solution provider that specifically serves credit unions. How did you end up getting involved in the protege competition? Uh, I don't remember specifically where I saw it. I know that I saw it either on the league website or maybe there was an email they sent out. I, I didn't hear about it. I read about it. That I remember. And so, honestly, uh, since it was his first year, I didn't know anything about it. Uh, it just sounded like a, a, a cool experience to take part in. So asked uh, if it would be an option and was uh, originally told no, that uh, it, it wasn't uh, uh, going to work out. And uh, I just didn't really take no for an answer. I bid my time for a little bit and uh, asked a few more times. And eventually it worked out so that I was able to compete. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a good thing that I was persistent with it. So you were a bit of a self-starter in it. There was no one that, that kind of came to you and told you that you should, uh, you should get involved. Correct. Awesome. Fighting the good fight. Dizzy, as you know, today there's about 30 different topics that you can choose from. What was your topic and how did you decide what you wanted to do your presentation on? So it, it was similar then in its first year. There was a myriad of topics, uh, a bit overwhelming. And I focused on a millennials one because, of course, I did. That's what everyone talks about. Uh, I made the decision, and this was one where my manager and I had some discussions, and uh, she, she's always been very, her name's Linda Weatherford. I might as well mention her by name, uh, cause she's important to the story. And so, uh, Linda's been involved, uh, with the league for a long time. She's the current chairman of the league or president of the board, whatever the title is. And so she was familiar with the setting that year. It was going to be at the annual meeting. And she said, you know, your audience, you're going to have executives and you're going to have board of directors. You need to bring something of substance to these people. And that, that was a challenging statement yeah you know, i didn't want to just settle for well, why should we work in the credit union movement or something like that i wanted to do something that i could get into the topic have to do some studying and and honestly present something i felt was a value and so the one about millennials stuck out i don't remember the exact wording of it i, I did some research and put together a presentation that hopefully gave some description of why credit unions could be a valid option to millennials did it resonate with with the audience? Yeah, it seemed to. Uh, specifically, I, I was the first one. I got the lucky draw number one, which is a side that I think is a great advantage, you know, that you get to make the first impression. And honestly, it was I think it was a combination of things. Uh, one, that it was different from the other topics presented that year. That was an advantage. And then two is, I'm honestly, I'm just a comfortable speaker in public. I think when you're going first and you're able to set that bar, um, where you're able to really just kind of have a conversation with the group because it's it's just something that fortunately is one of my strengths and I'm comfortable presenting. And so I think that's how I was able to make the connection. And uh, earlier this year, uh, 
this kind of does relate. Um, after I um, was able to share at that, um, I think it was CU Connect conference uh, for this year's competition, Dr. Troy Hall, right, so talking to Troy, coming to me afterwards, and he made a just a, a quick passing statement. He was really come by to say, hey, and he said, hey, you know what works for you is that is that um, you have you, you you just connect, you're genuine, and and that's that's what that's why people connect with you. And I hadn't thought about it up until that point, but I, I think there's validity in what he said. And that when you just when you go up, when you have some conviction about what you're saying um, and you're and you're just being yourself, you know, you're not putting on a persona, but you just or who you are and you speak in that way. I think people automatically do connect to that, regardless of what the topic may be. What other advice do you have for future competitors? So in general, I encourage people when you're taking advantage of this opportunity, uh, focus on the connections with the people because you're going to interact with a lot of different credit union people, all, you know, all walks of life and value those conversations you have because that you're going to meet some amazing people that I was able to connect with people both at the league uh, and with other credit unions that um, I'm still connected with to this day. It still has allowed some opportunities in my life, some chances to learn. And, and that stuff doesn't come around often in life. And so this is a very unique opportunity. Take advantage of it. Make every conversation you have count. Be in every conversation that you have. So the competition itself, one, since we've already talked about it, bring value to whatever you say. Because it, it's, it is a pretty big thing to, to stand at these conferences with the people who are in the room. And, and they're listening to what you have to say. And so it doesn't have to be a great dissertation presentation, but take it seriously and, and, and try to bring something that, that will help people there. Maybe they can learn one thing. Well, that's an amazing thing to say that you taught that audience something. And then second, with your presentation, memorize it. Be comfortable with it. Rehearse it. I made, the, I think it was five or 10 minutes before I went up for my speech all those years ago. I decided I'm just going to do it without notes. I know it well enough put the notes down and you know I've, I've got my three slides on my powerpoint with like you know a couple of words on each slide i'm good to go i can do this and it helps because when you're reading you lose some of that ability to connect with your audience or if you're focused on the notes if i'm just speaking and i don't have the notes i don't have to try to find myself even if i get lost no one knows i'm lost because i'm not reading my notes trying to find where i am just take the pause take a breath People think it's dramatic effect, but the, but the point being, put down the notes so that you can focus on your people. But that that takes a lot of rehearsal. Granted, I'm, you know, I've got some more repetitions with speaking, but that's what's helped me get to the point where I can do that without notes. To me, that stands out with the ones I've seen since then. Is that the people who can who can put down their notes at least for the most part, and and just be able to stand up there and speak. It goes a long way with the judges. So you talked a little bit about bringing value to the competition and also gaining value. What is one thing that you would say that you learned from that competition that is valuable for you today in your current career? Probably the biggest thing I learned, um, I didn't I didn't learn at that point. It's more about reflection, but that's the benefit of having this discussion. People can, can learn more quickly than I did. You know, don't be a slow learner like I was, but just that you can't take opportunities for granted. Uh, this is a big deal. It has the potential to be life-changing. It was life-changing for me. 
you know, I, I, I didn't come to that realization until I've gotten much further down my path in life and was able to reflect and say, well, all these things started way back when these years ago um, on the stage at the annual meeting. And it's opened so many doors and opportunities for me. Um, all that to say that there's been times where I've, I've been fortunate, blessed enough to get opportunities. There's been times that I've gotten opportunities, but I didn't realize it. I didn't take advantage of them. You know, that leads to regrets that that leads to a lot of things. And we don't want that in life. And so if you're able just to focus that, hey, this is a big deal. This is an opportunity. Make the most of it. I think that's going to go a long, a long way for every competitor in this event. So you mentioned it. How did how did this competition affect your career? Uh, yeah, it's, it's been the basis of the things I've been fortunate enough to achieve in life. So um, so after I won and it's the case now, you get to choose from a couple of full um, events and I chose to go to uh, the uh, management school. We call it circus. And so I, I gained for one year tuition. My credit union agreed to let me go because uh, it's a three year program. They agreed to cover the rest of the expenses so I could finish. Uh, that was a big deal over the course of, of going to that school, working on projects. I, I gained a lot of confidence in myself, my ability to, to navigate the credit union landscape in a sense. And so I made a decision to, to pursue my MBA uh, obtained that from there that opened up a new opportunity for a credit union uh, that's uh, located in uh, outside of Charlotte and so uh, doing something completely different than what I was doing at the time and so uh, took that job that was a great experience made some amazing connections there and that's led me to Jack Henry and Associates now uh, doing a job that I enjoy very much and and it's even come full circle now where uh, I am able to reconnect with the league. I, I've gotten away the last few years just due to you know, lack of time and resources uh, with the last job, but I've been able to reconnect with the league and hopefully be able to provide back to something that gave me so much, you know, all the way back in, in 2012. Um, you know, I, it sounds maybe a little dramatic, but I mean it when I say it and that I owe a whole lot to that event. I owe a whole lot to that competition. Uh, to the people at the league who were involved with it, Courtney and Brandon, uh, to my manager at the time, Linda. Uh, you know, a lot of people invested in me and believed in me, opened up a lot of doors for me, and it's led to a lot of cool things in life. And that's why I dwell so much on, on and make the most of it, because I am living proof that this can change a life, that this can improve uh, your future if you will just take it serious and, and do what you can to make the most of it. That's great. Um, you have anything else you want to add? I guess, I guess the last thing that, that I'll say is uh, while you're on this journey, you know, with all these open doors and stuff, that take some time and, and, and show some gratitude to the people who are helping you uh, because, you know, it, 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 this opportunity exists for a reason, whether it's those who help build the program, those who, um, you know, are still investing like you two, investing so much so it can continue to grow. Um, people who are, are letting you compete at this very moment, your credit union, those who are actively involved in the league now, like Jeff, and who believe in this program and are pushing it as hard as they can, uh, you know, take some time and be thankful because it, it's nice to have opportunities, but if you don't have any gratefulness with them, you're not going to fully utilize them because you're going to take them for granted. And I've made that mistake before, and uh, you know it's it's unfortunate. I'm just happy that I've that I've grown from it and learned from it, 
and uh, you know it's it's given me a new perspective and that you know a lot of people invested in me and i am so thankful that, that they believed in me and not just me but you know all the young professionals in this industry uh, you know they are open the door so whoever wants it come and get it and that doesn't happen in life a lot and uh i'm honestly i'm, I'm thankful for it I'm thankful for you too what you're doing to help out and uh you know hopefully you know, I can find ways to maybe add some value to people's lives as well. I like how you called it a journey. Um, I definitely would say, it, agree that it is truly a journey. Um, I participated last year and probably from the beginning that we launched it internally here at Coastal for the whole six to nine months, the things that you learn about yourself, the people you meet, it, it again, it's truly is a journey. And I like how you call it that. Yeah, appreciate that. Well, Dizzy, thank you so much for uh, coming on and sharing your words of wisdom, uh, taking time out of your day to, to help others and, and do just what you say, help help push this competition along. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to hearing more from you. Appreciate it too. Thank you all. Thanks, Dizzy. That was a great interview. Yeah. Uh, Dizzy is awesome. The uh, first time I met Dizzy was actually earlier this year at the Connect conference. Uh, I met him briefly ahead of time. I was a bit sick and under the weather, so I didn't take much of an opportunity to talk to him. Uh, but I do remember him jumping up on that stage um, after the competition. The judges were putting together the scores. remember him giving um, some great words of wisdom. Uh, and I'm super excited that he uh, came back for an interview with us. What were some of your key takeaways? One of the key takeaways for me, the biggest thing he said was being comfortable on stage. It kind of relates back to the topic that you choose. Um, being really passionate about what you're speaking about, that's really gonna come through on stage. One of my key takeaways was making sure you get value out of the competition. And one of the ways he said to do that was to network. He said that he's kept in touch with people that he has met at the competition mm. um, those networking opportunities can lead to more opportunities can lead to a new position somewhere the people you meet at these competitions you'll continue to see over the years and this is a perfect opportunity to show them what young professionals can do how motivated you are and that you want to make an impact on the movement uh, the other thing he talked about was connecting with the audience yeah, so connecting with the audience, the, the passion that it comes through. And again, as he stated, five minutes before stage, he had notes that he was going to take up there. And he's like, you know what? He made that decision to leave the notes. He knew it. He practiced it. Um, all I can say is keep on practicing it over and over and over. Um, obviously, don't sound robotic about it, but having that practice and also practicing in front of different audiences um, one of the things I could say that I did, I probably went to six of our branches and their market meetings and practiced with them. That gave different exposure. You're networking with people in your credit union, but also it gave different insights and different personalities to say, hey, you know what, Sarah, I see it this way. Try this or try that. And you can kind of take all that feedback back and kind of put it back into your presentation and see what works best for you. Um, again, just practice, 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 I would say. Uh, we will be back with more interviews. We have a bunch lined up. Uh, we're very excited to uh, chat with people that have competed in the past and see where they are and share that with you guys. You got any closing words, Sarah? The podcast and blog post will be posted on the Carolina's Credit Union League 
See You Aware blog post, and also See You Aware Twitter and See You Aware's Facebook page. So be sure to follow See You Aware on all of those. Twitter, Facebook, uh, follow, thumbs up, whatever, like, whatever, whatever like, those things are. Tweet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> retweet it when you when you listen to it. Make sure you retweet it so everyone else can hear it as well. Exactly. And if you have someone in mind that would be a good fit for the competition, please talk with them. Uh, try to get them motivated to get involved. All right. We'll see everyone next time. Bye, Sarah. Bye.